This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. On DSTV Audio Bouquet, Channel 889. This is Power 98.7. Now we're talking. All right, let's do this then. Um, yesterday, we had a, what I thought was a f- most a fascinating discussion with Dr. Hannah uh, Dawson, a senior researcher uh, with the Southern Center for Inequality Studies at Wirtz University. She has written a, she wrote an article, well, basically it was a summation of a report that they did, that they did and an investigation that she did, um, titled Stereotypes About Young Jobless South Africans Are Wrong. What Are They Really Up To? In it, we see it reflected on, of course, the whopping uh, unemployment rate, which is hovering, hovering at around 63% of young people between the ages of 15 and 24, a large portion of whom have never worked a day in their life. But then she goes on to challenge, that Dr. Dawson, uh, the notion that uh, frequently that the media pre- frequently portraying young people um, that are excluded from work as inactive, aimless, and alienated from mainstream society. Well, what has been the experience of people that do work with young people seeking uh, employment? Have they found a similar picture in terms of their interaction with young people? Well, one such group, of course, is the Harambe Youth Employment Accelerator. We have on the line joining us via Zoom, um, the Chief Cultural uh, Culture Officer at Harambe Youth Employment uh, um, Accelerator, Lebo Good morning to you, Lebo. Hope you, you can hear us. Good morning, TT. Can you hear me? Yes, yes we, we can. can. We, we can, can hear you loud and clear. clear. All right. All right. Um, um, let's yeah. Let's uh, let's uh, see what we could do with this. Uh, just uh, getting a bit of an echo, but we'll work with it. Yeah. What does your your experience in terms of what you find does it resonate with? Uh, um, what uh, this uh, study by Dr. Dawson found. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I think uh, we have been um, working with young people for over ten years now. And uh, we've built a network of 1.5 million, over 1.5 million youth, pathwayed about 500,000 into um, opportunities and, um, and uh, income-generating spaces. Mm. And uh, we've learned a lot um, from these young people in terms of their experiences in getting to, um, to, to opportunities. I think the first thing that really resonates with me in the article is that young people want to be economically active. So, you know, there's this narrative all the time about Young people are lazy, um, young people are entitled. But what we've learned from the young and, and millions of young people we've been with is that young people hate having nothing to do. Um, you know, not, any, not earning leads um, to humiliation in your home and really is a big contributor to, to depression. Um, and there are so many young people who are really not going to get the opportunity to get mm-hmm. into formal economy. Um, there is just not enough um, informal, I mean, enough formal work. So um, we do have to think about how we create um, this informal space to be something that young people can, um, um, can use as a platform to, to, to move on. I'll come, I'll come back to the question of the informal sector in a moment. But generally speaking, 
what is the prevailing attitude amongst young people? I mean, the the whole notion of uh, better jo- uh, no job, or rather any job, is better than no job at all. Do they subscribe to that? Because the article also seemed to suggest that uh, um, a lot of young people feel that some jobs, you know, are just not worth it, uh, and uh, what you get paid is actually demeaning. And in any case, uh, you spend half that money um, on transport just trying to get to the place of work. That is just simply not worth it. You might as well just push some kind of hassle upon the guys. Yeah, I mean, I I think it makes absolute sense, and I, I you know I understand why young people would rather hustle um, instead of take on some jobs because they don't make financial sense, as you say. Um, transport is so um, costly, um, and just you know means of just moving about um, and and the standard of living is so so high, and so um, you know I think that there isn't anything wrong with hustling. That that's uh, one thing I think that we've got to. Um, get right. I think the connotations have always, you know, kind of like the terms used for this kind of work are kind of belittling, like a mm. side hustle, something that you do on the side with a hidden meaning that you're unserious, you know, informal, like it's not formal enough and and formal is and, and sometimes, sometimes, you know, there's a hint that it might be even illegal what you're, ever, you're up to when you're hustling. Absolutely. And so, I mean, I think um, we have very little respect for these jobs, um, and whether it's informal or gig work, um, gig workers, I think they are highly undervalued, and um, they just remain on the margin of our imaginations and our institutions. You know, so I think governments have long been focused on how to formalize informal businesses to increase the tax base, um, when in fact formalization is not always the right step. Absolutely, Absolutely. especially in a a sense that, I mean, formalization seems to come with a hell of a lot of red tape. You must go and fill out the reams of forms. You must uh, present a CV. Some of the people who have never um, had um, CVs as well. And then you you, you get bogged down in that kind of uh, admin and red tape instead of actually getting into a job opportunity. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I also think that we need to understand this formal, um, informal hustling space um, a lot better. And I think that it really is not um, understood well. Um, a lot of uh, solutions or support that is out there for, for young people who are in these spaces um, is actually pitched at the, at the wrong level. Um, you know, a lot of our young people are, um, you know, have, have actually a very low, low base um, who are coming out of school. And so... Um, you know, most existing programs that support enterprises are for larger and more established, you know. So this requires enterprise development support, um, you know, access to markets, business development support and access to, to finance. So we must enable our hustlers at the bottom uh, to start getting busy doing, doing something. And I think that, um, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, what our solutions in this space are not at the right level. And just for you, let's touch on those solutions. I was just reading a tweet here from one of our listeners, Blessing Masinga, was saying that the, the government is playing with us. So we had uh, the Harambe Partnership with the TEPO program, the YES program. Now we have the SA Youth Mobi. So next year it'll be something else. And I think, I wonder whether this tweet actually speaks to the misunderstanding that people have of these programs. Because my understanding of what the president was launching yesterday is that all these things are actually interlinked. Absolutely. And I mean, I really think that it's a, um, we've kind of reached a really um, important moment where um, I think, you know, your, your Twitter 
um, person is completely right. There's so many different things that are happening. I think there's been a realization that we really need to consolidate and um, make all the systems that are out there a lot easier for young people because you've got the National Youth um, Development Agency, you've got the Youth Employment Services Program, you've got TEPO 1 million. All these things um, will now be coming together um, in the um, SA Youth Space. And I think that this is an incredible milestone. Um, it makes it easy for young people um, so that we can, you know, all these systems have to stop um, just kind of like being separate and broken. And I think that they need to speak to each other so that we organize ourselves around the young person and not the young person having to figure out everything. So I really think that this is a, um, a good way forward. Fantastic. Fantastic. Fascinating stuff. And uh, yeah, certainly something we'll continue to focus on as we shine the light on the challenges facing young people, particularly those that find themselves out of work. Many thanks there to the Chief Culture Officer at Harambe Youth Employment Accelerator. Lebunke, thank you very much for joining us. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. So there so you they, go, a little bit, uh, something extends. good to hear that uh, things are maybe about to get consolidated, but also need to start changing our thinking in terms of how we solve the problem of youth employment, you know, unemployment, you know, uh, that this idea that everybody has to be in formalized work, has to go and produce a CV to get work done, that we have to embrace the gig economy. We have to embrace the idea that uh, people are going to get work that may not necessarily be, you might work for just a few months on a project and then move on to the next one. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.